0: Here we go.
1: God, do people not know I'm at
0: work? The Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly podcast. You've got a fight for, for your, your right, right to party. party. It's a fine song. It is, especially when you croon it. I yeah. find myself an expert at crooning the hits.
1: That hypocrite, or that hypocrite, smokes two packs a
0: day throughout my best. Or no mags. Yeah. Yeah, it's good stuff. Ma, you're just jealous. It's the Beastie Boys. Songs just sound better that way. They do. Who blaze onto something? I was sitting around, you know, doing busy things yesterday, important things. Yeah. I definitely wasn't just sitting in the shadows, weeping alone. Uh, and I, was, I thought of a new segment that we could do here. Okay. I call it Get to Know Ya, <laughs> where maybe we I thought maybe people might want to know... Some of the stuff we've done throughout the years, oh. I was thinking here, like, who would you say is the most famous person you've interviewed over the years?
1: Oh, my God. Go uh, back
0: through that Rolodex.
1: Oh, most famous person or the person that made me, m- I was most intimidated by. Ooh, okay. Um, I don't know. Jack White? Oh, yeah, you did do
0: a Jack White thing. Was that over the phone?
1: Yeah, there's was just a phone thing. <laughs> Lame. That Still. doesn't
0: count. Still, you chatted on, that was a long, long phone call too, wasn't it?
1: Yeah, I had to, yeah. And it had to be hush hush. Couldn't tell anyone I was going to be interviewing him. Sworn to secrecy. I think I had to sign a ND.
0: How about you? Those are those interviews too where there's, people don't realize Jack White's people are also on the phone just listening. Oh, Yeah. And And the the minute you (laughs) the minute you're like,
1: hey, what's Meg? Uh, Keep let's keep the interview on track. Let's talk about the new album. Like they'll chime in. They're listening, man.
0: Or they'll go, okay, yeah, you got one minute left. Yeah. Like, huh? (laughs) Blah. It's always weird.
1: Yeah, I don't know. Like uh, that one because I like him so much. Like I I just I I I like what he does. I like what he represents.
0: Have you ever done a weird in person one?
1: Yes. And I I don't
0: enjoy doing interviews. How about you? I think the most intimidating one I did was uh, Blink-182. Oh, was that where you had to ride on the back of a
1: golf course? Yeah. To a, a golf cart yeah. to another location?
0: Yeah, it was at Sonic Boom. Oh, yeah. <laughs> in the Northlands parking lot. And Blink-182's dressing room was in then Rexall Place. So it was in another building altogether. Yeah, so they had to take me in a golf cart all the way there. I didn't know who I was talking to until I was in the golf cart. I thought it was, I knew it was blink Eight. I thought it was going to be one of them.
1: Oh, and those are the worst. A group
0: interview? And then they're like, I'm like, who am I talking to? They're like, all of them. Oh, all and three? Like, and then you get in there, into their dressing room, which is already kind of like you feel like you shouldn't be there. And sure enough, it was all three. I was sat on a couch between Mark and Tom and Travis Barker was in the love seat right beside us.
1: Did he, did Travis Barker, did he smile? Was he warm and welcoming? He was
0: actually super nice. Was he? Yeah. His I kids were running around. he
1: just sort of, because he, he looks intimidating.
0: Yeah. He was really nice. He is. Yeah. Because he, yeah, he's all tatted up and his face has tattoos and.
1: But every picture he, I've never seen him smile in a picture.
0: Yeah. And when we took the photo, he's not smiling. No. But like behind, like when there was no camera, he was actually a really nice guy. But still, and and they gave me no time as well. I think I had five minutes. And you're
1: face-to-face with these
0: guys. Blink-182, all three of them.
1: Who are childhood friends and known pranksters. And it's like, you've got questions prepared. And it's like, do you think they're going to actually answer your questions? Or are (laughs) they just going to sort of play with you? Are they going to bat you around like a kitten batting around a little toy?
0: Yeah, you just kind of find yourself standing there and you're just like, This is the least important thing they're going to do today. Yeah. They're going to forget me the second I walk away. And they probably did. You're listening to The Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast.
1: Uh, Speaking of impulsive, I once went out to buy a pack of cigarettes and never went back.
0: (laughs) There's some family over there I've never even met before.
1: Uh, I'm kidding.
0: Oh, boy. That would be sad if that was my most impulsive thing. The... People are pretty impulsive and it makes me realize what a boring stick in the mud I am.
1: It's funny because I was driving home from here yesterday and I'm like, am I, did I catch boring? The Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly
0: Podcast. It's on the internet where your Uncle Ron gets way too political.
1: Somebody said on a lower scale of impulsiveness, I brought home an ATV lift. I do not own a quad, a riding lawnmower or a motorcycle, but it was on sale. Oof. Well, you know, like the old timers always say, sometimes in order to swim in savings, you have to put the
0: pool before the trunks. That's what I always say. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You see a sweet deal. You got to take it, man. Even if you don't own anything that can be used for. What are you
1: doing with your AT lift then? <laughs> like ATV lift. What do you give friends rides on it? What do you do? Somebody else said on a road trip once with a buddy, we stopped for coffee. He ended up buying the commercial countertop coffee slash espresso maker. It was $1,100. Ooh. We had to make room in the back seat. It was still hot. He talked to the waitress for half an hour. It made the whole trip. He wasn't trying to pick her up either. He just likes his coffee.
0: Okay. Wow. That is a commitment.
1: Can you do that? Can you just walk into a small town diner and say, I'll have a piece of apple pie, I'll have a coffee, and I'll take
0: the coffee maker too? Are you allowed to do that? Man, jeez. Some people, they're just so brave, so spontaneous.
1: Oh, I got a message from Shane a few minutes ago, and I read this. He said, hey, Garn, after only two weeks of dating my wife, we decided to get married. We've now been married for seven years. Couldn't be happier. I wrote back to Shane and I said, what did your families think? And Shane said, my mother was not overly happy. Shortly after that, I quit my good paying job at the railway and decided to farm full time. (laughs) Let's just say it went over like a ton of bricks.
0: Yeah. Wow. It's a hard left turn. There's a
1: lot of life changes going on there, Shane. But congratulations on seven years.
0: We uh, put it up on Facebook yesterday, too, and oh, there's yeah? there some good comments. A lot of people talking about just kind of moving or deciding to go to a concert somewhere else on a dime. Uh, this one from Greg says, decided to move to Alberta from Ontario based on what a friend told me. Two weeks later, I was driving out here by myself without a job or a place to stay lined up. Is he still here? Unclear. Well, oh. uh, <laughs> says lives in Edmonton on his okay. thing, so I assume it worked out for him.
1: Yeah, there's a lot of people. We talked to somebody yesterday, too, who said... I think they their next door. They were living in B.C. and their neighbor sold their house and it sold like within days for way over market value. So they're like, well, why don't we do the same thing? And boom, their house sold instantly. And I think they said they turned a $450,000 profit Oof. in six months because real estate just shot right up in B.C. And they came out here and they've never been happier.
0: Look at this one from Brittany. It says, I bought tickets to a 21 Pilots concert and went to the most random location on their tour, which was Kansas City, Missouri. Flew out there flew out there for one night and then flew home. Oh,
1: Kansas City, Missouri seems like it'd be hard to get to from here, too.
0: It would take a few flights, I would think. Like, you'd probably have to go to Denver and then somewhere else from Denver. I like the idea of just going. I've thought about that. Just picking a
1: random city you've heard
0: about. Yeah. Like, like maybe I'll go to the show in Cleveland.
1: I'm gonna go see Tool in Wichita. Yeah.
0: This is the Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast.
1: Uh oh, I wanna read this text. Good morning, shotgun and handsome guy with broad shoulders. Ah. You guys nice. talking about this makes me wonder about the greatest power move. You talked about it on your pod on your podcast yesterday. Which was the story of your coworker that went to Ireland for the weekend. Has anything suppressed that? That's from Chris. No, we did tell the story in the podcast briefly yesterday of our former co-worker, Shippy. He moved to Victoria now. He's gone. But he, he once, I think he had some points he had to blow off or something like that. And he went to Ireland for a long weekend. <laughs> he went.
0: Yeah, he, went, just, to Dublin, he went to Dublin, I think. He went to
1: Dublin, because <laughs> I remember him telling me, yeah, I went on the Guinness tour, but I was so tired. Well, yeah? Yeah. And then it took him like a week and a half to get back on his feet
0: here. Like, time-wise, it I, really bent him. I love that. That's a long ways to go for a short amount of time. To tour the Guinness factory, or whatever you call it. The other ones weren't at his level. There was one yesterday of someone who said they decided on a whim to drive to Oregon for a long weekend. And 90% of that long weekend would have been spent driving.
1: Oregon is like, they went to Portland. And you go, ah, it's just kind of below Vancouver. It's not going can do that. No, it's much further than you think it is. At it's best, almost California.
0: At best, it's a full day to drive there.
1: Yeah. At best. Like, probably a full 18 hours.
0: Though. Yeah. So that's that way and coming back. So you probably spent one very tired day there and but then do, had to turn around.
1: Somebody else, didn't they say... Oh man, what did they do? They they were stressed. out. Oh, they took time off work. They booked a trip to Australia and left in eleven hours later. Like they booked their ticket eleven hours later, they were gone. That's crazy. That's spontaneous. I wish I could do that.
0: This is the Garner Andrews Show with Bryce
1: Kelly podcast. This one, this one came in just before seven o'clock. I'm intrigued. I worked with a guy who spent ten thousand dollars on a mail order bride. Drove four hours to the airport. She never showed. He did it again six months later. Oof. Can you still get a mail order bride? I feel like, um, what if the porch pirates get there before you get home from work? Maybe that's what happened. Probably. You got there a little too slow. She's probably on the front step. He stopped for a beer on the way home, and that was all the time it took. I texted
0: back and said, How did that work out the second time? Oh, I saw. They said it did not. The guy mm-hmm. had a string. It sounds like the guy had a pretty hard life.
1: Yeah, don't read the...
0: And they warned him a bunch that this might be a scam, but he went for it anyway. Yeah. Twice. Uh,
1: someone else said, I was brought out here to train staff at one of our branches. After a full day, they said, come work here. I said, okay. So I went home to Winnipeg, said goodbye to my fiance, family, and friends. I've now lived here longer than I lived in Winnipeg. Ooh. Lori. That's a good one. Uh, Oh, this one. This one outraged you, Bryce. Uh, I once dropped my now ex-husband off at work in Spruce Grove, then drove to the Manitoba-Ontario border for a beef dip, then promptly threw it up about five minutes down the road coming home. Pregnancy cravings, I tell you. It's not the most impulsive even for me by far, but I really shouldn't have done that. About a year and a half later, I let my son put his finger on a map of Canada, and we moved a few days later to where it landed. He was only a year old, and it changed our lives forever. I, uh, <laughs> I question, uh I, let it, I question letting a
0: one-year-old make any decisions. I question that being how you decide where you move.
1: And can your one-year-old, like, do they even point? They probably point with their thumb or something weird.
0: And like, that's You're betting a lot On a one year old Putting his finger on a map here Yeah Maybe it worked out What if your one year old Had put his
1: finger on Uranium City in, in northern
0: Saskatchewan Yeah
1: Would you have gone there?
0: I don't know Yeah you can land in some uh, Some pretty interesting areas Yeah Maybe it worked out for the best
1: But uh, maybe not Keep these coming 10029 There's a lot of impulsive Ooh this one I rode on the back of a stranger's motorcycle. Isn't that how you get
0: pregnant? It'd be awkward so. to meet someone for the first time and all of a sudden you had your hands around their waist as you're sitting on the back of the motorcycle.
1: Uh, Jason says, about nine or ten years ago, I had a Jeep Liberty. A lot of small things were starting to break. I was driving past the Mitsubishi dealer and saw the Eclipse Spider and fell in love at first sight. So with no previous investigation... I turned into the parking lot and bought a brand new orange Mitsubishi Eclipse Spider. Orange. Orange. Bold. Orange screams 2001 to 2009. It does, really. Yeah, that burnt orange. Yeah. It was hot for a while. It was.
0: You're listening to The Garner Andrews Show with Prize Kelly Podcast.
1: And Welcome to The Garner Andrews Show, the show that stars you and you and even you there. Hi.
2: Hey, so quick story about spontaneity. I uh, went to test drive a Toyota van, a brand new Toyota Sienna one day. And uh, they told me, you should go do with it for the day with whatever you're gonna do with it, you know, in your normal life. So I picked up three loads of drywall from the home hardware, and I took them home to my house. uh, And I, (laughs) I left a pretty solid mess in the interior, but you know, I did I did only what they told me to do.
1: And and never bought the van?
2: I didn't wind up buying the van, no. I was I had intentions. <laughs> but uh yeah, I transported about I think about a ton of drywall that day.
1: I wonder how often that happens. People who work in a car dealership. Do people come in and test drive and I'm doing air tr- quotes, trucks and vans and then bring them back with drywall residue in them? <laughs>
2: Well, they told me to do what I was going to do that day anyway. And truth be told, that's what I was going to do. So
1: yeah. Good thing <laughs> that your list of things to do that day wasn't, you know, kidnap.
2: <laughs> Transport corpses. No, that wasn't on the list that day. Yeah.
1: Birth a litter of puppies. Uh, thank you for that. What's your story?
0: The Garner Andrews show with Bryce Kelly podcast.
1: So there's the Canadian tuxedo, right? Mm, yes. <laughs> the... <laughs> The jean jacket and the
0: jeans, the denim on denim, right, and then. uh, So this is more of a regional version. This is a regional one, so I don't know if I'm being offensive or not. I don't know that you should, but uh, the Edmonton dinner jacket. Yeah, there's those reflective jackets you see people wearing, like the winter coat, but it it has reflective lines on it. Yeah, Uh, my sweetie and I have started to call that the Edmonton dinner jacket. Okay. <laughs> and now I'm like, wait, is that being mean? Uh, sometimes, you know, when we're backstage waiting
1: for the songs to end before we start talking, we should really focus on what we were going to talk about and <laughs> not the tangent.
0: Ooh. Oh, the Edmonton dinner jacket. Oh, am I being mean? Probably.
1: Yeah. Uh, somebody said, this is from Trisha. On the topic of being impulsive, spontaneous, I was vacuuming my car in front of my house when a guy walked by, pulling his young daughter in a wagon. To keep it PC, he was totally my type, if you know what I mean. Oh, baby. But the fact he had his daughter with him made him off-limits. I smiled at him, he said hi, kept walking while I kept cleaning my car, but I couldn't stop thinking about that guy. About 20 minutes later, I could see him heading back towards me, and I thought, it's now or never. I stopped him as he walked by, made small talk with him for a minute, before I asked if he'd like to get coffee sometime. He looked kind of stunned, but he said, sure, and we exchanged numbers. Turns out he shared custody with his ex and was totally single. We dated for about 10 months and it was great, but it was just too complicated. Due to me not wanting children... But it was a great 10 months with lots of good memories and all because I impulsively asked a stranger out for coffee. That's a bold move. That's a big swing. That's a huge swing because you could strike out bad on that one.
0: That's one of those things that shouldn't be as hard as it is. But to just stop someone you don't know in their tracks and be like, hey, man, I like your action.
1: Yeah, especially when that person is pulling a kid in a wagon. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, good
0: for you, though, Tricia. Yeah, you went for it. You got to shoot your shot, and Tricia did. She sure did. Uh, this one came in a while ago. It said, I flew on a whim to an Eastern European country I had never heard of before, stayed for a month, got married, and flew home. Still married 16 years later. So I wrote back, and I said, which country? Did you know this person before you married them? Uh, they said it was the tiny country of Moldova, and I did not know her before going there. How long? One month. No, no. How long
1: have they been together? 16 years. Ooh, I think it's going to stick. Yeah. Okay, well, that's impressive. The Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. This is the kind of thing I don't know how I would... It just says, Walking home yesterday, I realized I can see into my next-door neighbor's bedroom at just the right angle from the street, and I may have seen some things that I was not intended to see. Oh, mama. Do I tell them... And if so, how do I go about about that? Mm. I don't know.
0: Yeah, you don't want to go bang on the door and say, hey. Hey, I could see you folding your underpants. I saw you naked.
1: Uh, or you could do, what about this? Uh, change the name of your wireless router to, hey, Connie, you should get some blinds. <laughs> uh,
0: <laughs> that's move. <what> that's <laughs> another option. Just that's move.
1: That's how I have difficult conversations with all my neighbors now, by changing my wireless <laughs> router name. It's like. Uh, For a while it was called, hey, turn off your back porch light, I can't sleep. Uh, They got the message or maybe the light burned out, I don't know.
0: Yeah, you need a new muffler. That Mm -hmm. was a popular one for a while. Oh yeah, that was a great one. Uh, I'm a big fan of the anonymous letter. I would just uh, leave a letter in their mailbox anonymously and say, hey.
1: Ah, but that makes it, because then this poor person is like, who was it? Who was it that saw me folding my underpants? Who saw my bum? Yeah, I don't know. Uh, somebody else said, My neighbor used to clean her cupboards naked. Oh, baby. When I lived in Airdrie. Did your neighbor know she had an audience? <laughs> I don't. How do you tell your neighbor you can see them naked? I don't know.
0: Yeah, it is. Yeah, you don't want to bang on the door and break the news face to face because uh, that'll just be awkward. Big, big fan of the anonymous letter.
1: Nah, I think it's a face-to-face conversation.
0: I think it's a note. Slide it under the door and sprint into the night.
1: You're listening to The Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. If you found out that people could see into your bedroom and you had no idea, would you, A, I guess, prefer not to know, B, get an anonymous note, or C, get a little knock-knock at the door, and a kindly neighbor says, hey, you should get some blinds. Which would you prefer? Would you actually, now, if you were the person who saw, witnessed this, would you be the kind of person that would go tell them? <laughs> or would you just sort of keep living your life? That's a. This is for, uh, stems from a real text we got this morning. Somebody can see into their neighbor's bedroom, and they're seeing some stuff they probably shouldn't. And they were wondering what they should do about it. Uh, This person says maybe if your neighborhood has a community Facebook group, you could make an anonymous post advising everyone there may be a peeping Tom and request people keep their blinds closed and be more vigilant when cruising around in the buff. You could take a picture and post that for dramatic license. Uh, Yeah, I don't know if you want to add the picture to it. You don't want to be the person standing outside somebody's house taking pictures through their bedroom window because that makes you the peeping tom somebody else says your story of seeing into your neighbor's bedroom reminded me of a similar situation to be clear this is not me i cannot see into my neighbor's homes this person goes on to say my office is right across a condo tower downtown so our windows are able to see directly into people's apartments One time I saw a woman who was topless who appeared to be doing some casual faxing. This was 15 years ago. You know, remember when people faxed? We watched this poor woman do her faxing bare-chested for about 10 minutes. Good memories. Do you think she... mm, Would she have known? Somebody else says, maybe that person wants to be seen. Maybe they want someone to come and say something so they can seduce them. So you're saying that this person, this person is a seductress? Is that what you're saying? I, I don't buy into that one. Uh, Nora has a giant brain. Nora says, I would make my neighbor a birthday cake and give them a birthday card when they let me know it's not their birthday. I would simply ask then why are you wearing your birthday suit (laughs) well it's a long way to travel there you got to make a cake you got to get a card you got to go over but that actually yeah maybe that's a good one thank you nora
2: thanks for listening to the garner andrews show with bryce kelly podcast theme music by garner andrews guests of the podcast stay in the dumpster behind the building in the rail yard classy